Um, a little bit about Einstein's early years and the influences that shaped him. So Einstein grew up in a secular home, which was not unusual in Germany. So he grows up in Southern Germany, which tended to be a bit more Catholic. Uh, he was sent actually to a Catholic school. That's how secular his family was, where he was the only Jewish kid. But his father was not just non-religious, but anti-religious, which again was not unusual amongst German Jews because modernism was really seen by a wide part, especially of the urban Jewish community as sort of essential for Jewish liberation, right? That we can, by being modern, be legitimate citizens, right? The, the enlightenment brought with it this idea of universal human suffrage. And so Jews said, well, look, we're people too. They're like, well, yeah, all right, I guess you are. And so science, the arts, philosophy, we're all seen in this modern view of being able to be the door that Jews could then use to full citizenship, to, to a fulfilling life that had been for centuries denied to them. And so that's the way Einstein's father was. So he grew up in this house that was not terribly religious. In fact, you know, a, a, an antipathy towards religion, but there was a law at the time that all schooling had to have a religious component. And since he was sent to a Catholic school, here was Einstein being trained in the catechism. That was just a step too far. So his parents brought in an uncle who was religious and basically gave him one-on-one -on -one Hebrew school. And for a brief time, when he was about nine years old, he actually becomes rather religious, practicing, trying to keep kosher. He would make up psalms to God that he would sing on his way to school. And then he turned 10. And when he turns 10, all of a sudden, that goes away. And there are a couple of factors. You know, he tells these stories. Einstein has a number of autobiographical sketches. And so some of these are repeated. So, you know, they were, you know, important to him, at least in the, the narrative he forms in his head. And there were two stories that he repeats. One is the story of the compass, that his father and his uncle had started a business manufacturing electronics and he was down there at the factory. And in order to keep him sort of out of the way so he didn't get into trouble, they gave him a compass to play with. Now, not the thing that draws circles, but the thing that points north. Now, for most of us, this would last 30 seconds and then get dull. But for Einstein, it was a life-changing experience. No matter how he oriented the compass, the needle always found its way north. But there was no string. There was nothing pushing it. What was it that was controlling the compass? And it was this realization that there are invisible forces that are active in the world and we can see their effect and they're real, despite the fact that you can't literally see them or feel them, which seems to be the essence of science. And yet they're observable. The second story he tells uh, that really leads to his distancing himself from his Judaism is the influence of the reading of Talmud, not the disputations of the ancient rabbis, but Max Talmud, who was a uh, medical student. 
It was a standard custom amongst German Jews that once a week you would have a college student over for dinner because college students then like now didn't have a lot of money, needed a good home cooked meal. And so Max Talmud, who was a med student, would eat at the Einstein's table once a week. Now, do you want to get in good with the parents? What do you do? You make nice to the kid. And in Germany, there were these inexpensive paperback uh, popular science books that were all the rage. So he would spend a little bit of money. He'd get one of these books. He'd give it to young Albert. And then while dinner was being prepared or the dishes were being cleared, he would just tear through it. And the two of them would excitedly have conversations about mathematics, about science. And it just really opened up his mind. What he loved about it, and the book he cites as having the greatest uh, influence, uh, was Euclidean geometry. And the idea is there were proofs. Who could do a proof? Anybody could understand a proof. All I needed for the access to truth was my own reason, right? Einstein had a personality, even from a very young age, where he just rankled at anybody having authority. And here he found in these popular science books that he didn't need an authority, whether it was governmental, whether it was military, whether it was in school, whether it was his parents, no one could tell him what he had to think. He could think it for himself and discover the truths of the universe. And so that realization led him away from anything where there was authority. He rebelled against school, he rebelled against his parents, and he rebelled against religion. And so at a very young age, he becomes deeply, from deeply religious, to deeply irreligious.